What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Dolphin of That Podcast. I'm Daniel Yafusi. That is David Neal. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, quick reminder before we start, make sure to subscribe to the Miami Hero YouTube page. Like, share, comment. You guys have been uh, really supportive. Views uh, going up in the past couple of weeks, comments, all that. So Thank you. Much love. Appreciate that. But And, and as always, subscribe to the Miami Hero. Right. Now, the night, the day, the time has finally arrived after leaks and leaks and reveals and slight reveals. The full NFL 2023 season schedule is out. We've known who and where the Dolphins are playing for several months, but now we get to see it from week one to week 18 in order uh, and we're going to dive into all of that. It is a very exciting <laughs> schedule. We're going to give our thoughts on that as well as some other stuff uh, coming up um, in the next couple of weeks of the offseason workout program. Um, but as I said, we got to start with this. Because we schedule. are going to feed your <laughs> sick NFL addiction, okay? We are the pusher, man. All right. We are. We got you. We hey. your mama. We your daddy. We that brother in the alley. <laughs> We got to do it. We got to do it. The NFL, the kings of scheduling content, of all content. They finally put the seven, uh, the 18-week schedule out for each team. And the Dolphins, uh, we've been talking so much this offseason about how they are an up-and-coming team. They are an interesting team with big stars and big personalities. And the NFL recognized that rightly. So uh, giving the Dolphins five nationally televised games. Five nationally televised games now we already knew leading up to thursday about two of those games uh the nfl um on uh, uh wednesday announced that the dolphins will be playing an international game in germany against the kansas city chiefs the defending super bowl champions uh that's tyree kill's first game against his former team since the trade last year um it's not going to be an arrowhead but still frankfurt germany Week nine, I'm excited to go out there. Hopefully I get sent out there. We'll talk about that later. Um, as well as a week 12 game against Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets on Black Friday, one day after Thanksgiving. NFL said, we can't get enough. You can't get enough football. So we're going to throw another game no, after Thanksgiving. That, that, is the, that is a classic to me. If if I don't need the money and I, and I, and I can stay home and not work, oh, shh. I'm going to sit back and watch that game. I will watch any game on. I'll park my butt on the couch. It's leftovers, and that's it. Leftovers of football, exactly. So we knew knew about those two, but we got some other nationally primetime games that are coming up. Uh, The Dolphins are going to be playing twice on Sunday night football, and the first one is going to be pretty early. Week two at at Gillette Stadium against the New England Patriots. Uh, They'll be facing Mac Jones and Bill Belichick. Um, then they go to Philly in week seven to face the defending NFC champions, the Eagles. That's, that's That'll be a juicy one, too. Obviously, you got two high-powered teams. You got Tua, Jalen Hurts facing off for the first time in a regular season game since their Alabama days. Juicy storylines. That's what the NFL does. Uh, and they'll play their fifth and final uh, primetime national televised game um, in on December 11th. I believe that's week 14. Let me check just to be sure. Yeah, week 14, they're hosting hosting a Monday night football game against the Tennessee Titans. It's maybe not the opponent that many people expected, um, but I know a lot of Dolphins fans will be excited to go out to Hard Rock Stadium on Monday night for a rare home Monday night game. So uh, we got a lot to unpack. I mean, um, again, we knew 
who the Dolphins are going to be playing for some time. Um, eight matches, eight matchups against teams who made the playoffs last season. But when you put it all, you know, mix it all together, make it all right, and you get a whole schedule. Um, my first reaction was, whew, it's a tough schedule. It's, um, yeah. it's a tough schedule. I mean, it's, like I said, they we, if the Dolphins think they are they are a contending team, as they should believe they are a contending team, uh, this schedule will make them uh, earn that designation, and you know they're going to, have to earn it right right from the jump. Um, yeah, three of the first four on the road, and two yeah. first two games on the road. I mean, uh, the Chargers will be a fun game just for the simple like Tua. Herbert storylines. I think that we're kind of past for the most part. We're kind of yeah, go ahead. I think, I think we're also we're past that, but also the Chargers kind of kind of stuffed the Dolphins last year. They last did. Year. That was that was part of the the free fall last year, where you know they started the West Coast trip um, against the 49ers. They fell flat Sunday night. They really fell, excuse me, really fell flat. Um, yeah. You know they lost about three straight games. Um, so obviously there's going to be a lot of uh, motivation to kind of um, prove that that wasn't you know really what the team that was, was. Anomaly, just, right yeah it was an anomaly uh, or it was an anomaly um so yeah i mean and then new england patriots i mean they're kind of viewed as maybe like the the fourth best team in terms of talent in the afc east but that's an early season game sunday night bill belichick i mean they're going to be up for that game i mean that that that's not going to be a cakewalk i do think the dolphins that's a game that the dolphins can win and should win um but it's not going to be a cakewalk at all obviously then you get the denver broncos at home we're going to see what they're going to be with Sean Payton first year there and uh, Russell Wilson, if he can bounce back. But even if you do win that, it's like, all right, then you got to go back on the road against the Buffalo Bills. Like they, I mean, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at it right now. The first is six games or five games on the schedule. The Chargers made the playoffs last year. The Bills made the playoffs last year. Giants made the playoffs last year. And I think that they yeah. improved in the off season. Um, you you don't really get get a get a kind of a a breath a breath you know or to where you think okay maybe they can go in you where you expect them to go in, stack swap three, somebody aside yeah. and you know be be cruising by the fourth quarter until Carolina yeah. right and he, and I mean, like I said like I said before you know before we started recording you, you win that game and then you got to like you can't really rest Philly. on it. You got to go like <laughs> Philly. All right, you, and then, you know you get the Patriots the following week in week eight, but then you got to fly all the way to Frankfurt, Germany, and play and play the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. <laughs> I, I will. I will say though, as we kind of like you know break this all down, um, I think the Dolphins may have. I know a lot of Dolphins fans were kind of bummed out again about that game not being an Arrowhead in Kansas City because of Tyree Kill's return. He had talked about wanting to kind of go back and kind of give them hell, uh, right. Kansas City. But that's one of Arrowhead is one of the toughest places to play in the NFL. I think maybe the NFL kind of did them a solid by moving it to Frankfurt, where it's going to be more kind of a mixed neutral crowd as opposed to a pro Kansas City crowd. And some people were kind of saying that, floating that, although the NFL designated Kansas uh, Germany as a kind of like a Kansas City's overseas kind of death, uh, locale, there might be more Dolphins fans there. I don't know if that's true. That some people the Dolphins kind of have a. I think the the Dolphins have a have a larger brand overseas um, than most than from most when teams. from when yeah from and from when the NFL first began going overseas in the eighties and the in the nineties yeah and, the Dolphins you know, played in played in Berlin before that was during the you know the Marino years exactly and 
that's a very it's you know that's a, he was the kind of player who you don't need to if you're just getting in touch with football and you watch Dan Marino play you think wow this is a pretty cool game you know this yeah. is this is really neat you know as opposed to watching you know some of let's say the Giants of the era you know you watch the power of football and everything which is which is fine but you're kind of like okay this is, this is a little bit like rugby right and it, you know there's not the that like electric oh whoa whoa they just scored from 70 yards away um or you know they just went down the field in you know a minute uh so I, yeah i think that's part of the reason the dolphins and they, they, the dolphins were good back then you know they, they were a good team so mm-hmm. they they have a following and that's you know continued despite you know let's face it you know about 30 years of yeah. uh where and uh, but yeah, that Arrowhead Arrowhead can mess with you. Arrowhead messes with some of the best teams, and uh, we've seen that over the years. We've um, and we've seen good teams go in there and just get get a get obliterated, get that you know get get that wind tunnel effect where they you walk out and suddenly it's like seventeen nothing. Like what, what, what happened? You know, yeah. but by the time anybody you know can talk to each other, you know, you're down three scores. But uh, yeah, I, I still would rather that game. Uh, I, you know, they, they can't they can't take another. They can't take the Dolphins over there for something else. Like, yeah, I mean, I well, it was the Kansas City Chiefs home game that was already previously announced as they were going to play right. in Germany, and now it's just kind of a matter of who they played. Um, I had a weird feeling about about before that the Dolphins might be head, heading overseas, but uh, obviously the NFL is trying to really you know broaden their reach um, overseas and you know, really establish a, a real base in Germany. So you know why not put the you know defending Super Bowl champions out there, Patrick Mahomes. Right. You, know, you have that right. brand, and then you have an exciting team like the Dolphins, who as we right. said, just said, you know they have uh, you know they have some some fans out there as well. So I, I get it; it'll be fun. Um, you know, I remember I was at two years ago, I was, I was, uh, at Tottenham Hotspur stadium when they played the Jacksonville Jaguars and, you know, the, the environment was electric. I mean, it felt like a kind of like a world cup type of matchup, um, you know, the way the crowd was reacting to everything. Um, so, so that'll be fun, but, you know, they have that game and then, um, you know, they have a nicely played, I think they have a nicely placed by the week after most, most times when teams play, uh, international games overseas, um, the NFL kind of rewards them with the bye week, um, and like I said before, the second half of the schedule, it's like it, it doesn't really ease up too much. You have the Las Vegas Raiders who maybe kind of be in a rebuilding mode, but then you have the Jets, you have the Commanders and the Titans, which I, I think that that's a real opportunity to maybe stack some wins. Um, but as right. I said before, four of the last five are at home, but uh, you, you have you know, Titans, the Jets, the Cowboys, at Baltimore, at Buffalo. So um, for me, last- I, yeah, that, that, that last – three four stretches yeah i think that could very well make or break the season um right. but also i'll kind of point to that first month of the season i'll say um in a right. in a not only a division that's going to be hotly contested but a conference where it seems like like eight of the 10 best quarterbacks are all in the afc you definitely got to start off winning right if you can start three and a one you know keep your head above water after the first month of the season um you know, you're setting yourself up for success um, in those in that final stretch where, you know, you think you're a little more comfortable at home. Um, you know, even I look at, you know, the like the the game against the Cowboys, you know, that's that's a tough game. But it's at home. You know, you're you're at home for Christmas weekend, Christmas Eve. Um, you know, 
they it's tough it's front loaded but you also you know at the end you get those home games where if you take care of care of business early on you know the slate should be a little bit easier in terms of you know maybe not your back your backs against the wall but um now definitely definitely a a tough schedule but also again as i said in the open um five national games is a clear sign that the nfl you know views the draw and the appeal of the Dolphins. I mean, they had three standalone games last year, and they got two flexed into the primetime slots. Now, now right off the bat, you got five five of those national games, and you got a couple late afternoon window games against the Chargers and the Cowboys. So, you know, Dolphins are going to be up late at night, uh, and they're going to be waiting to watch some of these games, uh, a lot of these games for the upcoming season. What, what else sticks out to you before we kind of get into a break? Um, no, just the the I think the end of the season kind of stuck out to me uh, that. And there's like, you know, there's no, there's no skating period. You know, you got, you got one game here, one game there, you know, with Washington, Carolina. Um, but, you know, there's not, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of skating. And that, that last month is going to be very interesting. Uh, and month plus, because, you know, you get the, you get the Jets, you know, three, twice in four weeks. And, you know, are they going to be, you know, is Aaron Rodgers going to be fully integrated and they're rolling or are the are they going to be kind of falling apart and, you know, stuff. Right. Like, <laughs> right. You're kind of kind of going, well, well, what happened here? You know, and they're, and, um, and then you got the regular, we, didn't, we haven't really mentioned it, but you also got the regular season finale against the bills. And that could very well be for, the division that could be spot. for the division it could be for a playoff spot yeah. i mean that, and, that 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 game hasn't even been you know because you know in week 18 they can move games into the saturday night slots sunday night slots that could very well be a sixth prime time game so and, and yeah dolphins well, are going to be on the national stage a lot that this is exactly how if i were if i were doing the schedule or if i were like the, there used to be one guy who used to do the schedule a guy named val pinchbeck i think it was yeah. and uh way back when but if I were doing the schedule, this is exactly how I would have the Dolphins season in. You, you'd have it in playing Buffalo, either here or there. It doesn't matter, um, you know, because and have it set up like, okay, you you might this this could do, this could do it. This could set up. The only, the only thing I would change is I would put the like you know I would also have like the Jets play the Jets then <laughs> the Bills, right? Um, and I would try I would try that with everybody, you know, you know everybody closed a couple of division games, uh, because and I think that they should do that in almost every sport where you might have a tight playoff race, yeah. and you close like that because that's you know it helps build rivalries, it helps build you know it helps build drama, uh, things can swing big time at the end and uh yeah things can swing big to that that end of the season is very eye-opening I, I the Eagles game is kind of intriguing to me because I, for some reason I feel like the Dolphins defensively might match up well with the Eagles I think it's I, I think it's an interesting also flip side on if the Eagles will match up defensively well with the Dolphins um, yeah I mean they played so, they, they they actually they had joint practices uh last summer before i guess it was the preseason finale and again you don't want to make too much of joint practices um but that was a pretty back and forth like effort like the dolphins got the better of the eagles a lot uh vice versa um but obviously when you play in an actual game there's a lot more elements right. to it um but yeah i mean it's it's interesting like they get the two representatives in the super bowl 
Um, they get eight, yeah. and then that's a part of eight playoff teams that they have to play. And they didn't really play well against playoff teams. Let me, let me find the stat. I believe they went two and five against teams that made the playoffs last year. Obviously, two didn't play in some of those games, and that's part of the equation. And let's look at the schedule. Can he stay healthy? But yeah. it's this. I was going to say, kind of leading, kind of leading into that. This isn't a. It's not a schedule where if Tua has to miss a couple of games where like you, the Dolphins are hoping that Mike White or um, Skylar Thompson can kind of hold the ship down, but this schedule doesn't lend itself to, you know, one where, you know, you can, you can really deal and have Tua missing and out of the lineup for several weeks. Cause um, there's no. not a lot of, there's, like you no. said, there's not a lot of periods where you can just kind of coast. No, no, there really is. There really isn't. And um, I, I, it's yeah, it's a really interesting schedule, and th- th- this is one of those deals where they might be a they might be a better team, and somehow like things just don't look as good, yeah. you know, on paper. They're gonna they're gonna be battle tested, like <laughs> right, right. They, oh yeah, they can, they can get yeah, to the, they get the playoffs. They're gonna be a battle tested team, right? They're gonna they get in the playoffs. They're not gonna be worried about anybody because like okay, fine, you know, we did, you know, you saw Kansas City, you saw. Buffalo um, twice. You've seen. Uh, I think I, I can't think. Dem- Denver has to be better. They have to be better. They I think they were five and twelve last year. I mean, they've added a lot of people through free agency. You think that just the addition of Sean Payton would add some yeah. competency and, to the team? Yeah, yeah. The, the competency that that was something that was very missing a lot last year in Denver. And I mean, they they just can't be that bad again because that's what they were. They were incompetent so too much of the time. For the personnel that they had, um, you know, uh, so yeah, this is this is this is an interesting uh, schedule, and it's a tough schedule, and um, so yeah, yay. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna have a lot of late nights for me, um, but you know, that's what we signed up for. I'm excited, hey, for it, hey, you, you know, the internet doesn't shut down. Tell me about it. It does not. Hey, the internet does not shut down. Our our print deadlines are are you know forget that. But the internet does not shut down. You 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 be able to read Daniel's uh get you know game summaries and game and uh, analysis and uh, yeah well we'll be rolling. Rolling. We we will be starting us Sunday September tenth at SoFi Stadium, Los Angeles. As I said before, uh, five national nationally televised games, international game, first Black Friday game. Um, a quick just kind of schedule. You know, you know the you know NFL as always they have um you know flexible scheduling starting you know trying to have it written up here. They have a flexible scheduling that usually starts in weeks five to 10, weeks 11 to 17. But they've also expanded that to the Monday night um, slate. Um, So, hey, there's possibility of the Dolphins maybe even getting flexed into a couple more games um, if, you know, all things work well. Um, But like I said, December 17th against the Jets. Hey, that's set up at 1 p.m. That that, that could be. That could be yeah, an 820 before we know. Fast. <laughs> yeah, so the NFL obviously thinks that the Dolphins are going to be a team to watch, um, and it's looking like that with the way their roster is set up. All right, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back on this side of things, we're going to leave the schedule talk in the past. Uh, we're going to go to on the field a little bit. You know, we've been talking to players on uh, Zoom press conferences as they complete their offseason workout program. They've been talking a lot about this upcoming 2023 Dolphins team. We're going to dive into some of those comments, so stay locked with us. What's going on, everybody? Still here on the Dolphins and that podcast with Dave and Neil talking all things Dolphins. 
Now, in the first half, we broke down the 2023 NFL schedule. <laughs> Recently came out. The second half. Ad nauseum. <laughs> ad nauseum. Second half, I kind of want to touch on some comments from players. Um, you know, we've been talking to them weekly um, on Zooms, Zoom calls, as they can, as the Dolphins continue with their offseason workout program. Um, we spoke to Jerome Baker, Chosen Anderson, Raheem Moster, Javon Holland. Um, but one thing that stood out to me that I want to uh, talk to in the second half before we get out of here is some comments from Raheem Moster. Now, um, Dolphins signed him last year, joined Mike McDaniel from San Francisco. He knows him um, going back several, several years. Um, and he talked about um, his expectations for Mike McDaniel, you know, one year removed from being like a rookie head coach. And he had some interesting comments. Um, he said, I know last year being his first time giving the play calls, also being his first time being a head coach. And there's some things that I noticed in regards to Mike and his personality with the whole scheme of football. But as of now, he's totally locked in. He got his feet wet. That's how every coach approaches it. You know, being a first time head coach, you're just testing the waters a little bit. Now that he's settled down, I believe that he's going to start making some moves in a way that's going to shock the world. It's not going to be shocking for me because I know what he can do. That's why I'm along this journey with him. But yeah, it's going to be a lot. Um, I know a lot of people are going to be shocked about what he does. Now, um, obviously, it was a very interesting year for Mike McDaniel, um, not only on the field, being a play caller, managing the game, but obviously off the field, Tua getting hurt, having to kind of not manage, um, you know, the team amid a couple losing streaks and whatnot. Um, you know, I remember right after the season, in the season season any news conference, uh, McDaniel spoke about, you know, improving with this time management. We know we know how much of an issue that was um throughout the season and then the season ending loss to the Bills. Um a couple of weeks back or a couple months or so back at the owners meeting, he talked about um running the ball a certain amount of times a game. And he said, Hey, we didn't run the ball well because we're not good running the ball. We didn't run the ball well um because we didn't run enough. Um and Moster also went on to say that in their exit meeting McDaniel actually apologized for not running the ball enough. Um, so that brings me to this question that I want to pose to you. Um, I mean, what are your expectations for McDaniel in year two as a head coach? Because I think a lot of times we talk about improvements from players, the scheme and whatnot. Um, but McDaniel was growing too as a young head coach. I mean, what are your expectations for him in 2023 year two? Well, the, the just fewer of those fewer rookie mistakes. I mean, fewer youthful mistakes. You know, he was, a, he was, in his, he's in his first year in a job. Uh, and his first year, it, it, having this job at the NFL level uh, and dealing with the personalities you're, you're going to have to deal with on any team. And, you know, just dealing with the whole, the, just the swirl, the constant swirl of, you, you know, You've got the media here you're dealing with. Then you've got then you've got this player, that player. Okay, there's this injury. That it, it's it's a it's a constant, it really is a nonstop thing. And people are going to make mistakes. First year coaches make mistakes. You know, that's that's the way it is. And you know, first people in their first year on any job make mistakes. So I would test that my first year. <laughs> We're as good as I am now. So we 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 but we've all yeah we've all been there you know we've all you know we've all been that the young person that is sitting there going I can't believe you know well I just learned this I learned this lesson from this rookie screw up, um, and so what do I expect to see I expect to see more comfort, uh, 
in all his role in in all areas of his role of his role as head coach, I expect to see uh you know there's there should be fewer time mistakes. Although that might become you know, he might be like this generation's Andy Reid, you know, who <laughs> you know, and it took Andy a long time to get that right. Um and I I'm not still not sure he have, does have it right, but uh you know that might just be something that they never completely gets, but you know, I expect to see less fewer mistakes like that. Uh, uh, fewer strategic oops, you know, that you just wear and more, you know, kind of where you you're in the rhythm of play or you're in the rhythm of play calling and you're doing everything that you want to do and you don't get so locked in on, okay, we need to get, you know, we, we need to get the ball to this, to, you know, our wide receivers more okay with their, their you know, the, too often coaches and coaches do this at, you know, when they've had a few years under their belt also, they get too locked into their main thing that they want to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to go, okay, you know what, that maybe that's not working today, or maybe that's not hitting today. And you kind of have to sort of feel the flow of what's going. And you say, okay, if, you know, let's say if Raheem Mostert starting that, you know, your first few carries Raheem Mostert, you know, is is running like a fool. Well, guess what? We are running team today. Yeah. You know, so and uh and we'll work the pass off that. Um if you if you see matchups that you know if you see matchups that are advantageous, work that until it's until the other team adjusts and then you adjust. I think that's that's a lot easier for a veteran coach to do. For a long time coach to do, and um, he strikes me as a guy who's just got a lot going on in his head all all, all the time. He kind of, he kind of, he, he and others have kind of alluded to that in terms of like the shift from going to an offensive coordinator, where you know he could kind of lock himself in his office, draw up plays, and now it's a little bit different because he's managing everything. Right, um, and, and, we, and we did we did kind of wonder like, all right, you're calling plays, but also managing the game. How well is that going to go? And I think for the most part, he did a good job. But again, you know, we we talk so much about um, going for your first year to your second year as a player. Players say, "Oh, I've seen I've seen this defense. I've seen this. Not right. everything is as new to me." Um, it, it's kind of the same thing. And I'm curious next time we speak to him to ask ask him like, how does he how does he kind of self scout, um, self grade himself, and try to improve from that. Um, because again, I mean, you know, they say, you know, time is the greatest teacher or however the saying goes, right. like the more you go, the more you're going to learn and there's not going to be any unique situations. Um, so, so he definitely has that going for him. And on the flip side, um, I, I'm really interested to see the impact of Vic Vangio, um, not only on the defense, but kind of like the the entire team in a sense, because he does, he does have that experience, something that we talked about when we hired him. I mean, he has two, three decades as a defensive coordinator or a position coach or a head coach. Um, you know, I'm sure McDaniel will probably lean on him a lot um, in terms of, you know, what are you seeing out there or what have you done in this in, in this spot? Um, and you hear players, the defensive players talk about Vic Vangio. The first thing they say is he's so knowledgeable. Like Javon Holland was like, he's coached longer than I've been alive. 
Um, so he said, so it's great to hear him talk about his philosophies and whatnot. McDaniel was alluded to that as well, like talking about things from, you know, the 2000s and the 1990s um, that stood out, you know, that Vic Banjo was like bringing stuff up about his last century. Yeah, exactly. Really. Um, so he, he's obviously a wealth, wealth of knowledge. I think he's going to be a big resource. Um, and again, I mean, he's really a big reason that I have high expectations for this defense, because for the most part, it's the same guys. You're getting some guys back injury but really a lot of the main guys on that defense are back and they were healthy last year I mean in terms of I know uh I know Xavier Howard wasn't healthy um but Jalen Phillips Bradley Chubb was here for for half the year um uh you know Jerome Baker um uh Christian looks like a lot of the core guys playing and 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 healthy last year when they kind of underperformed. But I think just having Vic Banjo there, having a like a respected one of maybe arguably the top defensive mind in the NFL, I think that's gonna do dividends for for this defense. What, what do you think about Vic Banjo's impact? Yeah, I mean, obviously a, a having an experienced defensive coordinator who has had success recently uh can't do anything but help the situation. And yeah, definitely being a veteran voice in, you know, Mike McDaniel's ear that can say, hey, you know, you might want to think about this or you might want to consider this. Uh, and because again, McDaniel's still learning, you know, he'll, Fangio will bring up things that I'm sure McDaniel hasn't thought about. Or if he has thought about it, it's, you know, it's one of, you know, 17, you know, different thoughts coming through his head at that time that he's trying to take care of. Um, so I think that the, I don't know what I expect from defense under, under Fangio. I really don't. I, I'd like to think it would be better. I like to think and they were 24th and they were 24th in points allowed last year and second to last in takeaways. Um, so you got a lot of you got a, you got you got a lot of room to improve, right? And we, you know, we've talked about take turnovers are a they're volatile. They're so it, it's a capricious uh, it's a capricious mistress. Uh, you know, you can have a lot one year, and then uh, obviously the Dolphins did. They had a bunch one year, and then the next year you fall off, or and then you maybe you bounce back. There's there are very few teams throughout NFL history that you can look year after year after year after year that force a bunch of turnovers and that are always among the top three, four, five in turnovers. Um, I can actually think of maybe like one, really. It was the, the Vikings of the 70s used to have these ridiculous turnover numbers, like averaging four a game one, in a couple of years. Like, you know, um, but you don't you just generally don't get that and so i th- i you know you got lo- i think i'd look at more at yards per play um, plays and third down right obviously uh the ability to get off the field and you know yeah points yards you know those those things and i think they should be better and i they I would hope they'll be better. It'd be a big disappointment if they <laughs> if they either stay where they are or they they're worse. I mean, if if they're if they're and now they got Ramsey. The, the problem is they might be better, and then they have to play. You know, 
Bills, Philadelphia, yeah. the Chargers. You got now Aaron Rodgers is in, is in New York, so you don't have you know the you know the the Flacco statue or you know the ghost of Zach Wilson's dreams at quarterback. Um, you know, so you know you better be better. You, or at least you know at least on the field like on the field playing better because yeah. if you're not you're good you're going to be really they're going to get really buried uh statistically and it's going to also going to be tough for the offense the offense is going to have to win too many games and yeah. you, you don't want to do that um yeah, you got that's, that's that's the marino years so um yeah i i, I hope they're better i think yeah. they should be better and uh yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah we'll, 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 we'll. Before we get out, I, I didn't do this in the first half, but I gotta, I gotta want to take one last look at that schedule. I know we're still several months away from <laughs> kickoff, but I think the rosters are mostly set. We're past the draft, past free agency. Take a quick look. How many, how many games do you think the Dolphins are winning in twenty twenty three? I know. Just, just take a quick. Look. We got some time. Hey, we're, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna, really official, gonna do this now. We're gonna get the official predictions. You know, we they made me earn off. my overtime pay. Daggone! Uh, I gotta put your feet to the fire. I'm, I'm thinking. Okay. I'm, I'm really. I'll start. I'm really bullish on this team. Um, I, I knew who they were playing, but seeing it all stacked together, um, I'm thinking ten or eleven wins, and I think they're gonna be a competitive 10-11 win team. I don't know if that's going to win the division. I think 11 wins should get them in the playoffs. Um, but it's really tough. I'm not going to go like game by game, which ones I think they're going to. We'll, we'll do that, you know, the week before. But the way the schedule is, you know, before, before kickoff, we'll kind of do all that. But the way the schedule is break, breaking down, I think this will be a 10, 11 win team. If they're really good, 12 wins, and maybe that wins the division. Um, uh, I, think this, I think this is a playoff team, but they're going to really have to earn it. I, I think it's a, I think it's the kind of schedule you kind of have to go through, game by game. To are right, we got some time? Let's do that. I, no, 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 we're not doing that now. We are not doing that now. I refuse to do that now, even though I just did. Um, uh, no, you got to get uh, off to a hot start because I think and, that, I yeah, think that they can well, rack up some wins in the last hat, last month, but they got to start that, off. Yeah, you, you got you got to get you can't start off. You can't stumble out of the gate. You can't stumble. You can't be like oh and three or one and four you, you know you can't go to the, go into the eagles with two wins um but i honestly think this is yeah this is an 11 12 win team uh, just looking at that schedule and looking at the schedule going through and saying yeah you know i think they'll they'll win the, i think they'll win the games they you know they should win i don't think i don't see them losing to you know, Carolina or Tennessee or Washington. Um, uh, can they beat Kansas City? Yeah, uh, kind of, kind of a neutral crowd. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I, I think, I think it's a, a toss up. There's a lot of toss ups where you're like, the Dolphins have the talent to win that game. I just don't know if they'll win that game. They'll, they'll, they, yeah. they, we, 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 I mean, I think that they had the talent to win games in San Francisco and uh, in Los Angeles against the Chargers, and then Buffalo late in the season. But you know, start off, start off the game kind of, uh, kind of slow. Take a minute to kind of get your bearings. You know, you come up short against Buffalo. I mean, those are those are kind of toss up games where it's like right. you can win those games, but you very well could lose those. Right, games. And, and I, I think you 
I think you honestly have to look at, you know, yeah, they're probably they're they're probably gonna split with Buffalo. I think they're gonna they're probably gonna split, gonna split with the Jets. They they might split with they'll probably split with the Jets. Can you steal can you steal an extra game against the Patriots early in the season? I, I think they can should steal that type of game. Be, they should beat the Patriots both times out. Um can you steal a, can you steal steal a week one game? Because it's not like you're beat up and gotta travel. I mean, that's the first game you're gonna be up for that. Can you kind of steal one of those games early on where maybe you're you're not favored, but you know you, you can stay in and, I, and squeak out a game on the road? You gotta they have to do that. I yeah, and I, I think they they yeah, I think they have to. I don't think they can I think they'll beat the Patriots, but I the Chargers and I uh, I don't know in that opener and then Denver, uh, I think they should. I, th- I just think they should. Um, I, I don't, like I said, I don't think Denver's going to be as bad as they were last year. Uh, but I don't see this massive turnaround that early. You know, Dolphins are, you know, Dolphins kind of have their thing going. You'd hope, we hope. So, yeah, I it just. I don't know. I, I, I see them as 11 or 12 wins. And um, I think it's a, uh, like I said, it's a, it'll be, they'll be a good 12 win team. And I think they're good. But I think another thing is that there are, I think there are a lot of other people on that schedule looking at this going, oh, geez, we got, you know, the Dolphins twice like that. Oh, geez, come on. You know, and um, they're worried about, the Dolphins for the first time in a long time, and uh, and by the and by the way, your travel is really good. Smooth, it's pretty smooth. Yeah, yeah, it's Los Angeles, Los Angeles. Boston. Get to go New, home for New, New Year's York. Eve. You know, you, yeah, yeah, you're bald. bald might drop by for some. Might, might drop home for Thanksgiving before go up to New York. It's nice. I mean, yeah, NFL. The NFL. You know, they had some nice storylines. You know, they didn't tax me too much with the travel, so I appreciate yeah, the NFL Ger- schedule makers. <laughs> Germany, with, Germany with a bye afterwards. You know, you can slip over into Belgium. UK if you want to. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know. I'm liking the schedule, man. It's looking good to me. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you know, Philly. We'll, Philly's a good, good city. Yeah. Not a lot are, of good cities. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're still, uh, still several months away so the games that matter kick off, but you know the NFL schedule is just one more kind of checkpoint before we get there. <laughs> uh, and now fans the and the like, they can they can they can stew over that for the next uh, few yes. months till we get to yeah. September. Here's your, here's your fix. Here's your here's, <laughs> here's your little football map. Well, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Novels of That Podcast. Want we'll to thank you guys as always for tuning in. Reminder as always. Uh, like, subscribe to the Miami Herald YouTube page, share, comment, all that good stuff, as well as subscribe to the Miami Herald. Uh, we've got rookie mini, mini camp starting Friday morning. We're going to be talking to some draft picks, to undrafted free agents. Um, in about two weeks' time, we're going to have the start of in-person OTAs. We get to watch it, kind of start breaking down the team a little bit. Uh, so we still got some stuff uh, percolating, cooking before the start of training camp in late July. We'll be back soon to discuss more Dolphins football, but you guys stew over this schedule, enjoy it, start planning your travel schedule, and we'll be back soon. Y'all take care. Bye.